marched. The nuns were arrested. The nuns were jailed. Well, I thought, if they can do that, I can do it. So the next time I saw an opportunity when they were marching, I marched. I uh, went to uh, uh, information sessions. I marched with Father Groppi in uh, Milwaukee uh, on Christmas Eve, and then we all had a mass in, at his parish, and they were protesting up there uh, the, the situation with the shops and stuff in the inner city. Uh, I, of course, uh, marched, as it says in the program somewhat, with uh, Martin Luther King when he came to Chicago. I uh, was in good company. I um, thought that uh, I, I was safe. I wasn't worried about being arrested or jailed. I didn't care about that. That wasn't the point. Anyway, I think the the Spirit fed me, encouraged me with the clergy uh, and lay people, Catholic and not Catholic, people in the city and out of the city, out of the state. I learned a lot. A lot of people uh, were involved in the civil rights movement, and I felt that was the place to be. Uh, Pope John XXIII had encouraged a lot of uh, open activity. I'm glad he opened the windows, and if they're closing some now, uh, it doesn't seem to help. But in any case, uh, I was in favor of that kind of activity, and that's what I learned to handle. And uh, we do a lot more of that at Loyola Academy now as well. We're into a lot of uh, social justice issues. Just this last weekend, we had uh, 30, maybe 40 kids sleep in boxes outside the school Sunday night after we had been down in Uptown handing out sandwiches and talking to homeless people and the kids slept in boxes and they had to go to school the next day. I stayed up with them all night, so did one of the other persons, and I think they, they learn a lot about it, we, all about it and we reflect on it, pray on it, and I think that's the kind of education that the kids are getting these days. And I, I'm proud of that and knowing that, um, being active. There's a lot, a lot of other things I've been active in at the school, uh, which in more ways than my parish, Seal of Wisdom, I've been active uh, in the school. But in any case, um, the uh, spirit seemed to promote our just activities, and I was happy. Uh, uh, to be doing that kind of work, uh, ready if I had to be uh, uh, put aside in some way, and eager uh, to stick my neck out. Um, I think I was best uh, informed of all these kinds of things from my parents, and then sodalities. I was in sodality in my high school, which was in Baltimore, Jesuit school in Baltimore, and at Loyola University but most of all in CFM because of their bent in uh, raising the questions about social justice. Um, that's, been, that's been my activity, my, my uh, heavy aim. Um, I think uh, I've al I was always able to share that with my students in an academic uh, setting and I could, uh, they could see me, they, that I was putting my body on the line, 
and that I uh, was um, uh, reflecting on, on circumstances of that sort. Um, I think I knew early on when I started teaching that as a layman I had a, a, an important duty to do. Uh, for a layman to share his faith, to be noticed for his faith, or to uh, share his love of God and love of neighbor and love of the students uh, was something that the students would pick up on. For priests and nuns to do those kinds of things, that's par for the course. It wasn't much new for a kid. They, would, they could easily ignore that in a way. Um, but uh, they took notice when laymen did things like that. So I always felt that was a job I had. Um, I think I contributed to solid solidarity of many movements, and it certainly made my life more solid. It is certainly a, what, needs, what we need to do, put a focus on our lives. Uh, but I do think included in spiritual reading is newspapers and magazines and articles and meetings and discussions, demonstrations, things that come up on TV. Uh, you have to know uh, the, the, the facts of the human condition. We have to observe them. Uh, we have to observe and uh, find out what's wrong and make, try to see if you can make a solution to uh, the human condition. That's, after all, what we're here for, is to help one another. Uh, you have to judge, and you have to be aware that, in, um, that there's, there's good and harm uh, that often is uh, shadowed in gray areas, and it's hard to pick out the, some of those distinctions. There's no single item that's all right and all wrong very easily, and you have to judge uh, maybe a program solution to some problem, but there may be a double effect about it. Uh, you have to uh, perhaps uh, uh, give in a little bit. Uh, you can't be, uh, you have to realize there could be some double effect and some collateral damage to some of the things you might try to do or, as a group. You have to act. I think you have to walk the talk. You can't just say, this is a good thing to be doing. You've got to be doing it. I have two little things that I'd like to share with you that are about the spirit from Henry Nouwen, who is a spiritual writer, Belgian priest. He's dead now, but he worked at Harvard. He's done a lot of stuff. This is the spirit manifest through many. It is so easy to narrow Jesus down to our Jesus to our experience of his love, to our way of knowing him. But Jesus left us so as to send his spirit, and his spirit blows where it wants. The community of faith is the place where many stories about the way of Jesus are being told. These stories can be very different from each other. They might even seem to conflict. But as we keep listening attentively to the Spirit manifesting itself through many people, 
in words as well as in silence, through confrontation as well as invitation, in gentleness as well as firmness, with tears as well as smiles, then we can gradually discern that we belong together as one body, knitted together by the Spirit of Jesus. In the Eucharist, we are asked to leave the table and go to our friends to discover with them that Jesus is truly alive and calls us together to become a new people, a people of the resurrection. Now the general movements of the Spirit while realizing that 10 years ago I didn't know, have the faintest idea that I would end up where I am now, I still like to keep up the illusion that I am in control of my own life. I like to decide what I must need, most need, what I will do next, what I want to accomplish and how others will think of me while being so busy running my own life I become oblivious to the gentle movements of the Spirit of God within me pointing me in the directions quite different from my own it requires a lot of inner solitude and silence to become aware of these divine movements. God does not shout, scream, or push. The Spirit of God is soft and gentle, like a small voice or a light breeze. It is the Spirit of love. Both of those are by Henry Nolan. I yield. Or...